0: Back whenever I was in fifth grade, a very, very well advertised game came out. It was brand new, nobody else had it. It was uh, it was it was a very it was just it was a new release. And I had it was it was I think the game was called Gex. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. If you're not, you're not missing out. But the 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 game, at least at the time, was had, was in all the magazines, it looked really cool. It really just looked to a fifth grader, it looks like an incredibly exciting experience. And I'll never forget, for my birthday, I think it was for my birthday, my... Oh, thank you. This is the first time anybody has ever said I need a different microphone. All right. So anyway, for my birthday, um, my dad had bought the game. The problem was he had bought it on his way to work. And so that meant I had to wait the whole day in eager anticipation for my father to get home and bring me this game. And the problem was, dad couldn't get home after work. He had something to do after, probably go feed the horses or something like that. And so I was just left waiting. Waiting with so much excitement, waiting with so much joy for, for my father to bring me this computer game. And I'll never forget waiting, of all places, I, I, I you know, fifth grade, you know, whatever. Not not, not fully developed brain. I was thinking, maybe if i just wait outside, he'd come sooner. And so there I was, just waiting and waiting outside of the mailbox. And I'll never forget the sheer excitement that built up in me the moment that I saw his headlights coming down the street. It was, it was remarkable, and it was just unbelievable. This, this, this joyous anticipation that welled up inside of me. And looking at that and remembering that memory, I can honestly say that that... Experience of just this, this tangible, unbridled enthusiasm is what Advent is all about. It's why we wear it's why I'm wearing pink today. It's why we ultimately sit here in joyful anticipation, not for the coming of some computer game, but for the coming of our Savior, the coming of Jesus Christ. But the reality is, if we're honest. A lot of us probably don't really have that eager anticipation. A lot of us maybe have kind of gotten a little longer in the tooth, and we don't quite have that, that excitement that we did on Christmas Eve, awaiting our presents on Christmas Day. A lot of us maybe have kind of lost that, that enthusiasm and that joy. And so the question then is, how is it that we really foster a sense of joy within us? A sense of joyful anticipation. And the answer is, you really can't. Like, you really can't just, like, I'm going to be excited now. Like, that's dumb. That doesn't actually work. What does work, however, is changing the way you think about the object that you anticipate. Changing the way you think about the object that you anticipate. So if you anticipate, you know, for instance, as, as a kid, if you anticipate, you know, Gex being a not very exciting game... I probably wouldn't be waiting outside of the mailbox for hours on end for my father to bring it to me. So how then do we have that anticipation towards something? How then can we get excited about something? And I think it's three ways. One, that's something, we have to see it as something that's going to make us happy. If that's something that's on the horizon is going to make us sad, is going to make us miserable, is only going to drag us down, we're not going to be excited about it. It's not going to be something we look forward to. It's not going to be something that, that ultimately brings us a lot of joy. And so what do we do? We're generally probably not going to be that excited about it. That's the first thing. The second thing is that thing that's going to bring us happiness has to also satisfy us. There's a lot of things in life that bring us happiness that don't really satisfy. That chocolate cake, that Snickers bar, pretty much any piece of candy you can imagine brings us a lot of happiness in the moment. But leaves us unsatisfied later on down the line. Which is why maybe as a kid we get really excited about candy. As an adult, not so much. Because we know it's not really going to leave us satisfied. And the final thing that we need. The final thing that we need if we're going to really be excited about something. Is we need to see that something as transformative. We need to see that something as truly life-changing. Truly life-changing. Something that's really going to affect us deeply and affect us basically permanently. And quite honestly, full confession, that's what I thought about this computer game. I thought this computer game was going to bring me happiness. Was going to bring me satisfaction and was going to transform the way I was going to spend my summer. I have a summer birthday. I was so excited about it. And boy, was I wrong. I probably played that game for all about two weeks, got bored and just quit. My friends, how much of our lives are spent doing just that? In that cycle of excitement and disappointment. Excitement and disappointment over and over and over again. We see something we think is going to satisfy. We see something that's going to change our life. We see something that's going to make us happy. And ultimately, it lets us down every time. If we're honest... That probably happened to a lot of us and a lot of great things that happened in our lives. There have been many times in our lives where we might have maybe even done big things like taking a new job or gotten married or or pursued a vocation and ultimately it let us down. And that's just the reality. That's how life can be sometimes. We can come and approach things with great anticipation only to discover, actually, this doesn't satisfy like I was hoping. This didn't transform my life for the better. This didn't actually make me happy. And that's kind of how life is. That's kind of how life goes. There's a reason why whenever we pray the Hail Holy Queen, we pray to Our Lady and we acknowledge that our life is in a valley of sorrow of tears, basically this valley of tears. We recognize that there's a lot of disappointment in life. But that disappointment will be erased. That's the purpose of Advent. The purpose of Advent is for us to look at an object, for us to look at someone that actually will make us happy, that actually will satisfy, and that actually will transform our lives for the better. That's what Advent is all about, the eager awaiting of the coming of Jesus Christ. The problem is, so often, deep down inside, we don't believe that's going to happen. Deep down inside, we don't actually believe that Jesus Christ is going to change us. And that's the challenge of today. My friends, Jesus reassures us today and throughout all of time that His coming will bring us joy. That His coming will bring us satisfaction. That His coming will bring us transformation. We just need to wipe away our eyes and see it. And so what's the best way to do it? The best way that I know how to do it is through repentance, through turning our, way, turning our eyes from the old things that we thought would make us happy, namely sin. That's essentially what sin is. Sin is that thing that gets us excited and ultimately lets us down. Turning away from that and embracing the fresh, newly invigorating Christ, the child. The child that comes in Christmas and Christ, the man who comes at the second coming. And so, my friends, may we spend this last, these last kind of this last stretch, these last eight days in hot pursuit of Christmas by repenting of our sins and preparing our hearts for the joyful, satisfactory, transforming coming of Christ.